0: hey guys welcome to the blended and business podcast my name is tessa clemencia i am a wife a mom of three a stepmom of one and a dog mom of penelope the poodle and yes that is her real name join me along with this adventure of blending a family blending businesses and just trying to do it all without killing each other stay tuned Hey guys, it's Tessa here. I'm flying solo again this week for the Blended in Business podcast. I enjoy hanging out with you guys and the joys of being a Blended in Business family means that sometimes our schedules don't allow for us to be present uh, at once for, for the recording of the podcast, which is totally fine. So we both know that when that comes up, somebody has to step in. And for me, the word of 2020 for me is consistency. So if that means that if we can't be together for our regular scheduled program, it's all good. We're still going to show up for you guys because the purpose of this podcast is to serve you. So this episode, we are going to be talking about dreaming big, what that means, what that looks like, how to execute it, I'm huge on dreaming big. And typically in like most partnerships, relationships, whatever, there is typically one person who dreams a bit bigger than the other. And that's totally normal. And there's the person who's like, okay, well, what's, you know, really the logistics of this. And I will say, me and Lou are both huge dreamers. But if I had to pick one of us in our relationship or, you know, partnership, whatever, as far as business, who is more realistic, I would say it's definitely him and he's not here to argue me down on this. So I'm pretty sure I'll hear about it later, but I'm by myself so I can do what I want. Anyway, seriously, I think he is definitely the more calculated one and I'm the person who's like, oh, this is a great idea. It will be okay, even if you guys haven't followed us for a while, that when we started our cleaning company, I had quit my job, and I was you know, doing the cleaning company, and he was still working at AT&T, and this was his dream at the end of the day, but his dream became my dream because we function as one. And so, as I'm listening to him tell me the things that he wants to do and accomplish in this company... I'm telling him, OK, well, quit your job and let's just go full force in this. He's like, oh, wait, you know, typically we are told to save six months or to a year of expenses and things like that before you take such a risk. And he's more, like I said, a calculated calculated risk type of guy. So when it came down to it, he actually quit his job before he had, in his mind planned to. We didn't have Anything into in our savings at all. And this is not to give you permission to do this. You have to do what's best for your family, ultimately. But in that space, I felt very led and very confident in knowing that CCC would be okay. And the fact that I knew that if he felt that confident and comfortable coming to me with this dream of his, and I think this is, yeah, we were only were we engaged at that time when he came to me with it? No, I don't even, nope, we weren't engaged because the picture, I remember the picture of me showing off like, hey, I'm engaged. I had on the CCC t-shirt because I was, we were just starting the company. And so we were just, you know, not even engaged yet, but we knew we were dating for purpose, but still. And so when he told me this and I kept, you know, kind of pushing for him like, hey, you got this. I feel so confident in this dream big, go for it. We're going to be okay. And for him, he's like, no, I don't know. We, we need to save more. You know, we got kids, things like that, which made sense. Cause we were, we were blending a family at the time. He, uh, we just had three kids at that point. We had his son and my daughters. So we had to take their needs into an account. So ultimately we did have to look at, okay, so what needs to be true for us to make this happen? What amount of money do we need to make But I also think that that helped foster us into the hustle of getting the bills paid. And I will say this, we started CCC, it'll be six years. Yeah, CCC will be six years old in May. And I'm super excited and super proud. But ultimately, we knew that, hey, if we're going to step out on faith and do this, we have children. So like our why at that point was we have kids that we have to, you know, provide their needs for. So although we're dreaming big, we got to pay bills. And I will say that that stepping out on faith was amazing. We did not miss not one major, (laughs) major bill since we stepped out on faith. There have not been times in the beginning where That we had to say no to certain minor things or push back things that, or might, you know, that vacation that we would have loved to take and things like that. But we had to take care of our major priorities because we were building something great. And that's what comes behind the dream. I am huge on not limiting your dreams. You guys, if you literally sit down, this is how I started Love Ava sit down and think about what your life looks like in 10 years, five years, five to 10 years. But sit down and think about that and think about what are you great at? What is your natural talents? What do you love to do? What would you like your impact to be left on the world? If you were to leave this world in two to three years, what would you want people to remember you for? Think about all those things, write them down, brainstorm, I know a lot of people will say, oh, you know, I put things in my phone. I'm huge on writing it down. There's just some power into putting that ink on paper and even looking back at it. I still have the notebook that when Lou came to me and told me about CCC and or his, you know, he said he had a dream and he's like, "Yeah, think God told me to like start a cleaning company. But that's just weird because I've never cleaned professionally in my life. He was really good at cleaning, you know just around the apartment at the time, but he'd never clean anything professionally. And I still have the notebook where I we sat down, I wrote out the whole plan for CCC. I was sketching out a logo. And if you know me personally, you know, handwriting is not my thing. And it's so amazing to look back on to know that both of the logos for our company is rough sketches and actually Love Ava's is actually the real deal sketch of my handwriting. I'm no artist. I literally have been told my entire life, oh my gosh, you should have been a doctor. Your handwriting is horrible. I mean, I was told this forever. Even to this day, we'll still hear family members say, even when I had mentioned that, you know, I write, I still write handwritten thank you cards to all of my first time customers still to this day. Lou writes uh his thank you cards as well. And so, and I still have people like say, mostly my family, <laughs> if you're listening, no shade, but we'll say, Oh my gosh, like your handwriting is horrible, but I don't let that stop me. At the end of the day, it's still, you can read it, but it's not, it's not super pretty, but those, my handwriting and those sketches are our logos. So allow yourself to dream big and to do amazing things and leave a huge impact in this world without restricting yourself. So when you're writing down and you're brainstorming, don't think about, oh, this would be great, but my mom, or this would be great, but my sister, or this would be great, but my kids. No bullshit, literally. Think about if it was just you in a room, perfect, not even perfectly, but in a perfect world, what would your life look like? Don't think about anyone else's opinions. Don't think about anything of what anyone's anything of what anyone else would say or do or if it could work, any of those things. Literally sit down and think about yourself. This is your time to be selfish. I'm giving you permission to be selfish. Take that moment, figure it out. Once you get it figured out because you will. If you have that moment to be selfish, And it's like no bullshit, no matter what anyone else thinks or says. And no one's opinions come into play. No one else's money comes into play. None of that stuff. Don't think about any of the logistics yet because we're dreaming big right now. We're not thinking logistically yet. Don't think that I'm not thinking that and that's not part of it. It is. But right now we're talking about dreaming big, y'all. I'll get Lou in on the logistics later. But right now we're just dreaming. What does that look like? Write it out. Make a whole brainstorm and then have a real conversation with yourself and say, uh, what would need to happen in order for me to make this come about? Make a whole plan, y'all. You can do this. The skies are literally like, it's unlimited. Like you, you can do whatever you want it to do. It's 2020. People are doing things that are unheard of now and people are making Lots and lots of money on the of things that you would think is crazy. So let me, like, tap into tap to that real quick. If money is your motive, it's going to be a little hard because when things get rough, because the entrepreneur world, they will. You're going to be thinking to yourself, "Okay, well, I didn't make the amount of money I wanted to make. This is rough. I'm going to quit." And if your mission and your why behind your brand, your business isn't strong enough, you're going to want to quit and go do something else and do something else. So get behind really what it is that you truly want to do and dream your biggest. I am a huge, huge advocate for dream boards. I have a ginormous poster board in my closet. When you walk into it every day, I can see it and it has like the most biggest audacious dreams on there. And I actually made a secondary one uh, for the new year when we went away. We did a trip for the new year with our kids. And so I decided to actually get them, not them, because it was just, we only had Grayson and Hayden because, again, we're a blended family. My oldest daughter was with, she decided to be with her dad for the Christmas and new year. And I said, cool, that's fine. And my stepson was with his mom. So we just had our four-year-old son, uh, Grayson, and Hayden, my 10-year-old daughter, and so, of course, Grayson was too young. He, I mean, he kind of cut out some stuff and he did his thing, but me and Hayden mostly did like our own vision boards and things. And so I did like a regular piece of paper size to be an addition to my poster board. And so it was a lot of fun to be able to sit down with her and talk about vision boards and what that looks like and basically prepping her to dream big as well, and as well as we do with our, all of our kids. But that visual don't let anyone tell you what you can and can't have like the world is yours go through some magazines get with some friends even if you don't have the girlfriends and say hey let's do a vision board party I've done one of those before it's a lot of fun uh get a few of your girlfriends together and say hey let's do a vision board party all you need is literally scissors a poster board or a piece of paper um magazine and some glue that's it. So everybody bring their old magazines that they have laying around the house. If you don't have magazines or don't subscribe, go to your local library. They'll give you some and go through them. And, and when you see that, let's, for example, say that mansion, that amazing like open layout house, that kitchen, that amazing car, that whatever it may be, that vacation or the lifestyle, don't, it, don't let it limit you. So here's my... Here's my thing is what I do. If I see something and if I dream of something and it makes me want to vomit just a little bit in my mouth, it sounds gross. I know. But if I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, that is so over the top. Like Tessa, you are reaching. I'm cutting it out and it's going down. And that's how it is. I have been a dreamer since birth. My imagination has been huge since birth. I am so big on it. Even I can remember uh growing up, I would just create all these different things with my grandma because that's who, you know, watched me or whatever when I was growing up. And then on top of that, I just remember that if I wanted something, I did whatever it took to get it. And so I have to channel that same energy when it comes to business and to life and things of that nature. Real quick, I can remember that when I was in high school, I wanted to go to the prom and I had this, it was this beautiful dress that I saw in the store. I tried it on. It was gorgeous. I felt like Cinderella because I was all about that Disney princess life back then. And my mom was like, this is very expensive. And she was a single mom. She's like, I can't afford this. And I was like, I'm going to figure it out. And so I literally like went and did everything. Like I would text, all, all of like my family members and everyone who was like a part of my life. And I would just like, reach out and like do whatever I could like state my case. Like, Hey, this is the dress of my dreams. I would do everything I could to like save my money that I had. And I told the guy there, after I tried it on, I said, it was like the last dress. I said, don't sell this dress. And I understand now looking back, cause am in retail. He's like, I can't just hold this dress forever, girl. Like it's prom season If somebody come here with the money, I can't like, I don't, I don't know. Like I can't. And I was like, this dress is mine. I literally spoke over. I'm like, this dress is mine. I will be back in a week and it's going to be mine. It was like a week or two. I think it's like it was so long ago. And so anyway, this was in the Danville mall in Virginia. And so I go back like a week later and I have the cash for it. And I'm with my mom. And he's like, oh, dang, like you was not playing. And he says to my mom, and it's funny that I, my memory is not that great. And so, which is why I'm big on writing stuff down because I'm like, oh, if I could look back on it, it's like a journal in a sense because it jogs my memory. And so, but I remember this very vividly. He says to her, he's like, you got to keep an eye on that girl. Like she's going to be something one day. She's, she's going to be amazing. And you just watch. And that stuck with me. And he was a stranger. And so I've always known that if it's something that I want, I claim it as mine. And you don't have to be religious for that. I'm Christian, uh, but I cuss a little. Like, I love the Lord, but I cuss a little bit, you know. But I'm saying you can put that out to the universe. My store that I have right now, I claimed it as mine. and it No one rented that space for almost a year before I actually, like, came back to it. Because the timing wasn't right. Like, so many things. The house that I'm the roof, literally the roof that I'm sitting under right now that I absolutely love and adore this house and this town. I drove by this house and claimed it as mine. The house before this house that I really loved at the time, honestly, maybe not the case later on, but at the time I did really love it. Um, <laughs> I claimed it as mine. And so put those things out into the universe, out into the world. You can do those things. So dream big you got this. You guys tag us in all the things that you're doing. I'm so proud of you. And if you have any questions about how to do vision boards or anything like that, let me know. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook at Tessa M. Clemencia. And my co-host that is not active just walked in the door. So you guys have an amazing day. Bye.